I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. It's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Blocks sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Leyliners Part 5. More like Slayliners, am I right, guys? Hey! Now, this is an episodic actual play campaign based on the artifact system that we are actively creating for our own game design podcast, RPG from Scratch. And if the game you're watching us play sounds like something you and your friends would enjoy, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash RPGFS, where patrons get access to the rulebooks and other errata as we release them. I'm your host, Josh, and the GM of this game. With me today is Liam. Hi! Poole. Hello. Keith. What's up, y'all? And Max. They see me rolling. They definitely hate him. Let's do a quick recap. Last episode. <laughs> we started a riot. Yeah, yeah. There was a an unfortunate incident. Well, definitely a murder. It was a murder mm-hmm. uh, at a Smithy game. Somebody killed the star player of the home team, the Lockjaws. And uh, it might have been the best player of the Sturgia Geist, the other team. Fans are going crazy. The skimmers who were out in the bay watching the game started coming into shore, and you guys decided to get out ahead of the carnage and um, inciting, inciting, yeah. incited your own riot and uh, stormed an embassy, <laughs> killed uh, a bunch of dudes. Yep, bunch of dudes. It worked um, for Iran, right? Got chased down. No, well, it's a different yeah. podcast. And then you were chased by Talon, Ajax's bodyguard, Ajax being the ambassador, and then stormed in the embassy, and you got to the top. And in the top two floors, everybody was dead. When you went into Ajax's office, he was dead on the floor with a slit throat. Tied to a chair is the body of former Governor Rallad Guantamo, who was supposed to have left town. It's been two weeks. How are we doing? Doing right. all right. A little worse for wear. Yeah. Holiday street me rough, bro. Kayleen is, that is, time. is under the weather, so yeah. that's yeah. why. Uh, <laughs> Savannah is not with us today. She is, she's very sick. And she of us. Yeah, she doesn't want to bring that, that evil up in here, so... 
we are grateful to her that she did not. So, you're standing there in this room, in this beautiful office, blood-stained floor, two bodies. And as you stare at the grisly scene before you, we flash back, all the way back, to that fateful moment of the game. We watch Gethid, the recent hero and star player of the Sturgegeists, clash with Raska, the Lockjaw's favorite. They both hit the ground, and then part ways. Before it was apparent that Raska was anything more than stunned, Gethid nonchalantly walks back towards his team's exit. He leans against the wall and watches the drama unfold. As the initial shock fades, fans start screaming, and a Lockjaw fan hanging over the Geist's team exit throws a boot at Gethid. Grinning, Gethid runs to the edge of the stands and spits in his face. In response, fans start pouring over the railings and piling on Gethid. Because he's a professional athlete, at first he's slugging harder than anyone is prepared for and fighting like an absolute savage. His team tries to come to his rescue, but the enraged crowd beats them back. Under the mass of bodies, he's gouging out eyes, breaking limbs, and biting into cheeks. Then his arm snaps under the weight of someone falling. His ribs crunch under a boot. Bleeding from his mouth and forced onto his back, he looks up, just in time to see a flagpole with a bloodied lockjaw's pennant drive down into his eye. He swings with everything he has. The pain is immense, but then it suddenly vanishes, and his hands hit only air. The sudden vacuum of pain hits him like a fist, and he vomits, pitching forward onto a desk. His eyes open. He's in a small, smoky office with rich, driftwood furniture. Shaking, he, he looks at his hands. They're smaller, feminine, with a ring on each pinky. Who the hell is this? he says. He stands up and stumbles towards a large decorative vanity, and in its reflection, he sees an elegant Eshwin woman in her mid-thirties, with a harsh beauty, dressed in the half-ceremonial robes of a high-ranking Larson. He reaches into her robes and pulls at a hidden necklace. On it, the star amulet with the blue jewel. Damn it! he yells and punches the mirror, cracking it. Why does she have it? He shakes her head and closes her eyes. And along with him, we start to flip backwards in time through her memories like a Rolodex. In the most recent one, she's placing a document into a watertight tube and then placing the tube into a gutter drain. Prior to that, we see her bidding farewell to Ajax and Talon. She leans forward to Talon and whispers, Keep him safe. Then we see her in bed with Ajax. Ajax is holding the amulet high, gifting it to her. I saw you admiring it, he says with a smile. It's not as beautiful as you, but it might be as mysterious. We see her participating in a ceremony honoring Gethid for his heroic rescue of the slaves from the slaver ship. With a flourish, Gethid produces the amulet and kneeling presents it to Ajax. We see her picking up documents from another dead drop near the docks at nighttime, this one containing manifests of vast quantities of semi-perishable foods like legumes, onions, nuts, and grain, as well as ingots and hardwoods. 
Next, she's standing in Ajax's office with the exacerbated Ralid Guantamo, former governor of Ishraelion, tied to a chair. I don't see the need for all of this. I really don't know anything that could be useful. Talon stands and forms a helmet of pure ice in his hands and sets it on Guantamo's head. Guantamo jumps at the cold. Kisha approaches him. Trade routes, garbage collection cycles, suspected lamplighters. We want it all. Back in her office, Kisha shakes her head, trying to make sense of it all. And then she freezes on one memory in particular. She's politely waiting outside the entrance of the governor's decrepit new seaside fort while Ajax finishes his meeting with Delnet. Kisha much preferred the sprawling manse that Guantamo maintained and refuses to even step foot in this barnacled monstrosity. She's making small talk with an incredibly wealthy gelt textile merchant who is taking every opportunity to inject innuendo into the conversation. But she's doing a masterful job of dancing around the implications while hiding exactly how much he disgusts her. The yard goes quiet as a dillo carriage arrives carrying three absurd creatures. A loudmouthed guff who clearly fancies himself an intellectual. A slender and well-dressed gelt who looks like he'd kill his best friend for a quarter. And a silk-clad, fire-breathing rod in a turban. She watches as they tip the driver handsomely and blow past her and the guards, asking for the governor directly. Then we're back in the office. Kisha smirks. This is a gift. There's time enough to deal with them as well. What else does this girl know? She closes her eyes again. Oh, you are full of surprises. She opens her eyes and walks over to the desk, flinging open a drawer and retrieving a ceremonial blade six inches long with a smooth red gem in the handle. She then pulls a small wooden box from underneath. Grabbing the sides, she slides them both upwards, revealing two mirrors facing each other above a strange symbol on top of the box. Kisha slowly reaches her open hand into the space between the mirrors and grasps at something unseen. Straining, she pulls, and the entire fabric of the room shifts to fill the space, warping everything ever so slightly. And with a harsh jerk, the space flashes with an audible pop, and the room snaps back into place. In the space between the mirrors now, a small, shimmering creature staggers, disoriented. It resembles a six-legged spider made of flesh and bone instead of chitin, and atop its back, bobbling like a gyroscope, is its bulbous head with a glowing ring of red at its circumference. The gem on her blade glows as she whips it through the space between the mirrors. The creature's head rolls onto her desk, smoking from both ends of its severed neck. Kisha gingerly picks up the golf ball-sized head, and a deep hum comes from her throat as her eyes roll upwards. She spews out a slow fountain of black smoke that then funnels into the severed head, blackening it. She holds it up, regarding it with curiosity. She pops it into her mouth. She makes a face and then swallows it down. And she picks up her hand and moves it in front of her face, and it becomes an indistinct swath, only resolving when it stops moving. She grins in a widening smear and leaves a vanishing trail of herself out of her office. We cut ahead to just moments later, 
Kisha, soaked in blood to the wrist, and once again, solid, walks into Ajax's office while cleaning her blade on the front of her robes. Guantemo, still tied to the chair, sees the look in her eyes and starts panicking. What is this? Some kind of new scare tactic? I, I swear, I, I don't know anymore. I had other people do those things for me. Without even looking at him, she rummages through some drawers and pulls out a bedpan and starts filling it with candles. You're a liar, but we don't have time for interrogation anymore. That mob will be at our doorstep any second now. Her hand glows a soft red, and the bedpan starts to smoke, melting the candles inside. She walks over to Rallid and yanks a fistful of hair from his head and throws it into the melted wax. No! You can't know that ritual! Nobody does! It's a, it's a myth! Kisha leans over him and puts a finger under his chin, lifting it. But then the door flies open, and Ajax, terrified and scrabbling, falls in through the doorway. Kisha, my love, you're alive! Below us, I saw the others, I feared... No, there's no time. He grabs her by the arm. We have to... And he's interrupted as he sees the blade in her hand. What is... What is this? Kisha looks up at him and scowls. And then we're back. And you notice... Galen's not with you. Don't know where the fuck she went, but, uh, okay. So, uh, detective. Yeah. Detect. Uh, some people were murdered in here. <laughs> oh, he's good. <laughs> I want to stress, you should know that there is a mob still coming. We're going to be heroes. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to think we did this. <laughs> should we leave? Yeah, I think we kind of got caught up in the moment and uh, forgot that. What if we, we locked the door? I don't. I mean, would that stop you? Yes. Would it? Yeah. Like, someone doesn't want you in there. All right, yeah, let's try that, Kelp. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do we do? I think... Your job for, like, five another. minutes. All right. Um, Obed, can you, like, draw this? <laughs> Not really in my skill set. And what do you do? Read things and look at things other people draw. Ah, oh, damn it. Esmond's going to give the scene a quick look for unusual things. Sure. Things that would be outside of the normal for what would happen. Other than the bodies, like the bodies I got. Yeah. yeah. Going to take a look to see if any drawers have been opened, rummage through, things have been disheveled. Does it look like a robbery? It doesn't look like a robbery. There's definitely a couple of drawers open. The body is still oozing some blood. Gross. Not the uh, governor's body, not Rally Guantamo. Mm-hmm. It looks like the wound has been sealed shut instantly. Okay. None of his blood is in the room. Are there, like, papers oh. out that we can see? In this room, no. They're not just sitting out. All right. Can we start rummaging? Sure. So yeah. Kelton wants to start opening drawers looking for papers. Okay. Anything and, he can grab. Yeah, you uh, you go to his desk, and behind the desk, when you pull out the top drawer, there's definitely, like, sheafs of papers, just a lot of figures and numbers and that kind of He's thing. He's going to start stuffing his pocket. Cool. Kelton's going to yep. start stuffing pockets. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuffing stuff in your pockets. I'm, sh- I'm assuming you got, like, messenger bags and shit like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Obed's going to, can he tell that this was m- magic that did this or anything about the spell that, the uh, if it was magic? There's no reason to suspect that... Ajax was killed with magic. No, I meant but, the ex-governor. Rally Guantamo, go ahead and give me a magic roll. I'll tell you, it's a difficulty of 15 to have an idea of what this was. It's also my talent. Yep. 
So that's what roll twice and keep mm-hmm. that. Oh, I get to use my Yay! new oh, he's got a brand new, new, dice. Dice. new dice. New dice. That Gaylene bought me for Christmas. Yeah, they are heavy, heavy metal dice. Yeah. And they look like the Green Ranger. A eight. And that is an 11. Okay. So you know it definitely is magic. Okay. It, it is some kind of ritual, but you don't know what. That pan's not still out with the wax and hair and shit in it? Uh, no, it is not. Okay. But as you look at the scene, I mean, the, the window's definitely open. There's no way down easy, but it is loose-fit brick. Somebody could have climbed. Is there anything that feels magical? Is there any magical items around? Is there is there a way to detect that? Well, I mean, you could start rummaging through his stuff. Like Let's his do body it. And, and things like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, body. I guess, uh, uh, yeah we roll out. the bodies. So o- Obed is going to uh, follow Kelton's suggestion. I'm going to go and close the door, and I guess I'll make like a javelin of ice to like... Oh, nice. You can create objects? No, I mean, a javelin is an object, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, isn't that ice step two? That is step two. Oh, I just assumed, like, if I'm creating a javelin that I could just, out of combat, do something Oh, yeah, that's like just that. like a floating thing you throw. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, no. It's not, it's not a literal to... javelin. Right. <laughs> got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I lock the door. Okay, so as you're going to close the door <laughs> and lock it, you definitely hear downstairs somebody scream. And then you hear a bunch of footsteps of people coming up. Time and, to go. And then people who are screaming are like, who are you? And one goes, oh, my God. They definitely have seen now the bodies. But then there are still rioters coming into the embassy who are also now seeing the bodies. We got these guys already. Like they're not they're not up with you yeah. yet. <laughs> Roll the bodies real quick. Yeah. yeah, I'll do a quick check of Ajax. Sure, just give me an because you're trying to do this fast. I'm assuming. Yeah. Let's say difficulty ten, intellect roll. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, you yeah. definitely find uh, that he actually has a bracelet. You don't know what it does, but you're like, ah, oh, that we could check that thing out later. All right. Yeah. Grabbing that. Kelton would like to sketch the governor. Okay. I would like to roll the governor. Yeah. All right. The governor, um, he's tied to a chair. Uh, yeah. And, and he he's got... He won't roll very... No. <laughs> that's not what I meant. He has a coin purse on him that's got 400 Ackies in it. Boom. Dope. That they... But he's got, like, a fused neck, right, you said? Yeah. Like, All right. Kelton wants to, like, draw that fused neck and, like, write some notes... Sure, yeah, five yeah. minutes time. Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all get, like, they all come up, they burst in the door. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you really, if, if, do you really mm-hmm. mean Kelton's doing that? I would say, like, a quick. Oh, you're going you're gonna to start doing that? Yeah. Okay. All right, he's going to pull out go. some paper. I guess he could do it on the way. He doesn't need to be looking yeah. at him. <laughs> Just what he remembers, I guess. Yeah. I'm getting the impression that uh, that window there worked for somebody else, so. Uh, I don't think it's going to work for me, though. I mean, you're tall, like, you're closer. Yeah, but I'm right? not very dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> They liked us before. Do we? <laughs> should we just ride in here and like we're part of it? I guess we'll try and go out the window. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Mm. Now you know. I, I guess I want to stress that the people coming up are definitely people you incited to riot. Yes. Right. Yeah. But but they're also clerks who are very much still alive on the on the first floor of this place. <laughs> <laughs> should we set fire as we leave? No, because I feel like that's a hallmark of mine. Let's try and get this clean. I thought you were going to yeah. say that this is like a Hallmark movie and we'll just be ripping it off. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that Hallmark movie with the murder and the arson. Yeah, that tree nursery downstairs uh, looked pretty flammable and uh, yeah, seemed like a nice lady that... Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's... So we blame it on her? Yes, we'll do All that right, later. Let's go out the window and we'll yeah. talk about it. Okay. <laughs> As you're going out the window, you're definitely like five stories up. So it would be quite the climb. But you can tell that there's a couple bloody handprints trying to make your way down on some of the bricks. Somebody obviously used this place after murdering Ajax. Can I tell uh, by the handprint what 
race of being that is? No, it's very. It's just smeared okay. blood. Yeah. No fingerprints. But let's say difficulty for this, if you're going to take your time, you probably are going to get spotted, but you can still get out the window and it lowers the difficulty. We'll say it lowers it to five. That's a strength check. I want to do quick. If you do it quickly, it'd be a difficulty of 10. These riders are pretty dumb. We're doing it quick. Okay. Yeah, Not, okay. We're, we're, I think we're supposed to be subtle. If you do it quick and you fail the roll, you take one turn longer to do it. So we're going to go okay. in order. Okay. Okay. Esmond. Uh, 18. 18. What does Obed get? Uh, 17. All right. Obed's climbing like a fish. <laughs> that's a, that's a statement. To do. <laughs> 11. All right. <laughs> Moving good. And this is your dexterity? It's your strength. 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 Ooh, I'm going to spend a momentum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's well, probably wise. You're now introducing... <laughs> Critical possi- failure. Possible f- okay, let's do it. I was going to have Kelton jump, so this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I have a shield. <laughs> he realized the ground is bigger than him, and he feels like he has to fight it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 20. 20. You make it. Yay. All right, so you all are, able- surprisingly, actually, given the odds, able to scramble down pretty quickly, and you get into the street, and you realize as you get to the bottom, you hear voices coming through the window, like people are just breaking into that room, and they're like, Ajax is in there, let's go fuck him up. (laughs) Nobody's even close to being at the window yet, but they'll be there soon. Let's go that way. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have a direction that you want to go? You're just trying to get away. Left. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're in a (laughs) cul-de-sac. Yeah, you're going to run in circles. You definitely like have to exit it in pretty much one way unless you're going to scale a wall or something. Is there another door to another building or anything? Not from the well, from the street level, you could just walk into another building if you wanted to. No, I think we need to head to the embassy. uh... Or not the embassy. We need to head to the governor's office. Yeah, I got all them papers. Yeah. Or or should we go to Paz Tents and get it to the governor through her? Probably Mm, Paz. Paz, Yeah, Yeah, let's let's go through our handling. Yeah. Okay. As you're in the street, nobody's seen you yet, but you're between two buildings. You see that people are starting to wander in through here, and you can hear, just in the far distance, just the sound of riot. It's getting bad. If you're going to want to get past the entrance to the cul-de-sac and not be seen or be interacted with, to be nonchalant, I will need a stealth check. All right. Can I use my talent of low-key? Absolutely. Nice. I am not (laughs) low-key. You're Thor? Boo! 19. This is a group one, by the way. Yeah, we might have to put the documents on Obed so he could just slip <laughs> yeah, away if right. things go bad. <laughs> Aspect of speed. Yeah. 15. Okay. 12. All right. No momentum on this one. 22. Oh. Okay. 14. 14. And what's the extra two dice for? Just, I like rolling more than one uh, dice. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to count them. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's why I use T6s. So you all are pretty successful at this. Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah. Get, you get through. You're, you're knocking out your rolls tonight. Yeah, holy shit. Like, two group checks. Yeah. On, uh, yeah. You start snaking your way towards Paz Tents, and it's quite a ways away. As reputable as tattoo shops are to put next to an embassy, Paz's is even less reputable. <laughs> so she's, she's not on the other side of town, but we'll say she's probably six blocks away. So as you're going down there and you're walking through these six blocks... People are kind of confused. They can hear the sounds of rioting happening like it's a wave that's coming at them from somewhere they can't mm-hmm. see. You see behind you as you're leaving, Sturgia Geist fans uh, running towards the embassy as well. Oh, they shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That is ill-advised. And then ahead of you, there's some Lockjaw fans. Not really even looking at you guys, especially not Nefar mm-hmm. All Blacks and Bloody Browns people. Well, mines are gone. 
Mine's sitting in a pile in front of the embassy. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Took him a long time to make. He's pretty bummed about that's that. That's gonna that's gonna make a really interesting like nine eleven conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> How were the bloody Browns involved? <laughs> Loose change of clothes. Yes. Ooh. Cast point? No. 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 Now, especially not for that. You're right. He makes a flat earth joke though. I'm all in. <laughs> Uh, you're making your way towards Paz Tense, and the riot is just, it's about to pop off. And then you can smell smoke on the wind. Uh-oh. On the water? Fire in the sky. Hell yeah. It's a weird place for it. Pretty much the worst place for it. <laughs> you make it the six blocks down to Paz's shop. She's out front, wide-eyed, just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Paz, hey, I would recommend getting back into your shop and boarding it up. There are dangerous men upon the streets. Dangerous like like what? Like, like us. Let's get inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, come on in. And then somebody else walks up behind you guys mm-hmm. as you're walking in and he's like, Hi, do you I heard there was a sales shop. Shop's closed and like <laughs> slams it shut. The hell's going on? So there was a riot. Was? It's over. Well is. Was, is, and will be. What the hell did you do? The ambassador's dead. What? Yeah, and, and Ajax the- dead. So is uh, Relic Guantamo, who yeah. uh, apparently still in town, most of him anyway, and we didn't fucking do it. Okay, it wasn't, okay, Smithy game, the Larsa, they attacked the Lockjaws, and they killed a guy, and then the Lockjaws fans started riding, and they stormed. Without our influence. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. She's looking at all of you. She put her, puts her hands on her face. And then, and then the skimmers got involved. Was skimmers? Yeah, what? and then we might have killed a bodyguard. Then we discovered two bodies. Uh, okay, well, are these the bodies that you killed? No, 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 we came upon them. Yeah, we made a couple on the way, but uh, the important ones were found. Oh. Self defense. Yeah, you know, don't it don't really sound like self defense. I mean, it's not. I'm not a lawyer. Well, there was a riot, and we had to like defend ourselves. We're innocent. In in the embassy. Yeah, the riot was in the embassy. And you're defending yourself. Actually, no, there was like way more than two bodies in the embassy, if we're going to be real. It looked like... There's uh, probably more now. Have you ever been to a slaughterhouse? Uh, yep. And now imagine the slaughterhouse was full of Eshwins instead of like, uh, Seattle swine. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, we didn't do any of that. No. We just killed people on the steps of it. Well, we... (laughs) I mean... We did kill an Ashwin, but not that, those Ashwins. Um, I got a bunch of papers. And Kelton just pulls out his messenger bag. <laughs> I certainly know these guys. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Who the hell are you? I didn't, did we hire this guy? What's going he's, on? He's our scribe. He's like our medic. Well, he's not supposed to write any of this down. That's the point of this. <laughs> yeah, but he's got to like he's got to like read stuff. He's really bad at it, so it's fine. I asked him to draw something, and he was all like. Oh, riot. And I'm like, come on now, dude. <laughs> Give you <me> momentum. <laughs> no, no. He's, uh, he is a trusted ally. We uh, weren't 100% confident in our ability to do this, the three of us. I see that uh, he's wearing all lockjaw colors. You guys were at the game. How'd you know about the riot? What's Well, it happened at the game. It happened all around us. Yeah, it was kind of a around us thing. I believe that part. <laughs> Esmond gave like a rousing speech about solidarity and how we're better together. But the riot happened anyway. <laughs> he doesn't come across that way. He it was a single tear. Okay. God damn it. Uh, screw all that. We got a dead ambassador. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got he, the dead former governor. Yeah. yeah. That guy didn't have a head, by the way. So what? Guy. Like, he didn't have a head. No, he definitely did. No, I tell uh, you, now he does Maybe in the past. <laughs> but and, like, not it current. was weird. Like, I've singed a couple heads off, and you've cut a couple heads off. And you've yeah, definitely it takes cut a little time, couple man. heads off. Uh, this okay. guy didn't look like any of those things. I now realize I know very little about y'all. <laughs> well, as far as I see it, we're at two out of three jobs we got hired for, right? No. It was kill the Larson ambassador. We <laughs> didn't, but he's dead. Okay, so. but look, uh, okay, cool. let's, can we get back to the fact there's a riot about to, it's happening? We found the governor like you wanted. Check. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a head, and there's the, the dead you guy. You said body. You, you didn't say he had to be all in one piece. So you got the rest or something? You brought her here? Uh, no, we felt, we felt that might have been incriminating. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely would be. I've pulled a dude's head off before, but like, I've never seen the skin grow over the neck the way we saw. She stops you. What? what? Yeah. No, no, no. Tell, tell me again. Okay. It was like his head was chopped off and the skin just grew around it like a weird arm. Yeah, or- did, did not contribute to the bloody mess. Or if, like, you plucked the head off and then there was a top to it that was just already there. It was weird. Like, it was, yeah. Oh, oh. You ever look at elbow skin, like on Tolden? It's kind of like that. I'm going to roll her magic check. All right. Yeah. Now, she's got she's got a plus four to intellect. She has no skill in magic. She's an artifact dealer. But she hears a lot of stories. Nope. God, I think I heard something like that. But that's, mm-hmm. that's real creepy. It's real creepy. Anyway, papers. I, I, I just took all the paper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. And she yeah. she reaches out. She takes mm-hmm. the paper. And it's all crumpled and stuff. She's like, I don't know. What, do you know what it is? No, I just figured I should grab it all. Yeah, I'm a detective. You're not wrong, but speed was of the essence. We were at a crime scene. But the, we felt like we should be not at a crime scene. Okay. Well, how many people saw you? Nobody. Well, let me rephrase. Many people saw us. Luckily, the Larsa forces killed all of them. We only did some of the killing. But this was because of the riot, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know there's a lady that just sells trees? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think there's a few. (laughs) I was like, whoa. You know, like, things were going on, but I was like, man. In this economy, (laughs) too. Like, who can afford a tree? Plus one. Oh, God damn it. We got to deal with this now. There's a riot about to happen. Oh, I got it. Happening. I mean, there's no way the God doesn't already know, so I don't have to call them. Downnet needs to know that the ambassador's dead, but how many people know that the ambassador's dead? Like 20 or 30 rioters. Oh, fuck. And then maybe whoever was left at the embassy, and then probably everyone soon. Maybe the tree lady. The tree lady knows. Yeah. Who's doing the rioting? Everybody. Some got Lockjaw fans. Skimmers. And skimmers. And now there's a counter riot with the Larsa. Oh, God. Okay, so so the skimmers, they're in the bay, and then the losses could be anywhere. But we could easier burn the skimmer boats now that they pulled in if you wanted to, like, click off another of the... That's not on the (laughs) to-do list. (laughs) I'm confused. If I thought (laughs) we were going to kill the Larsa... And find the governor. Here's what needs to happen. We got to get word to down that that he's dead before anyone else does. Before the Larsa, if they're anywhere, find out. Because this is about to get real bad real fast. And last thing we need is a war between the Skimmers and the Larsa taking place in our streets. So I need you all to find some way to get that down. You know what's fun? Okay, Fishboy. Yeah. You look, you look real fast. 
I have my moments. Do a lot of people know that you work with these guys? Uh, no. Uh, we keep that uh, under the table. <sighs> I, mean, I like a lot of things under the table, if you know what I'm saying. She puts her finger on your lips. She goes, <laughs> not now. <laughs> you think you could get this there real, real quick? Just hand it off to somebody? I could hand it to anybody, but okay. you want someone specific, I'm sure. She just starts writing a letter. It, she's writing. Probably like a guard or something would yeah. be good. Yeah, she starts writing something that says, like, uh, to the governor office of Dalnet, urgent message, and then it looks like word salad after that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about this, what yeah. it says. She'll know. Obi, this is a letter. <laughs> You're gonna take it to the governor. Yeah, I'm good once they're written. I oh, I just didn't know thing. if you were yeah. gonna do your job now. <laughs> she hands you the letter, and she's like, "I don't know how we're gonna do, how we're gonna do this. Uh, we got to put out this fire. Maybe literally, almost on cue, a fireball flies through her window, hits the roof of her shop, and ignites the roof. Holy shit! That damn kid." <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Stido! <laughs> She's like, but we're rioting! <laughs> oh man, Stido oh, would be so into riot. riot. <laughs> Uh, apparently, a lot of art happened in chat <laughs> while we were on break there. While we were peeing. Some very, very good ones. Yeah, so I, I just got a message amazing. from Gaylene saying, what's it like to be married to someone famous? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm a Ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I have fan art, too. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. There is fan art of you. There's slash fic of you. Oh, man. There's the beginning of slash fic. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Of our two World of Warcraft characters. Wow. There yeah, is that three, is true. Three pages of the intro to a slash fic. That is 14 years old. <laughs> I can't begin to tell you guys how jealous I am. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you mean, so you mean that slash fic is like old enough to start looking at the really weird porn on the internet? <laughs> later later to, than I started. Old enough to come across that slash fic. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to lead into the second half of this with uh, with a question while I have my playgroup here, minus Gaylene, is, uh, is I kind of want to just get, to get everybody's opinion on the subject of in-game cutscenes in pen and paper. There's a lot of problems associated with them, and a lot of people don't like them, but I'm curious, as the group of people that I'm subjecting them to, what are your thoughts on them in general? I liked it. It was information we needed. Just give me the information. Don't slow drip it over some 
contrived adventure that we could easily ignore the entire direction i it, yeah. it gives you the opportunity to give us the context of things without us accidentally killing off a character and okay. us not being able to get that information it also yeah. forces us as players to be more aware of decisions and say well yeah. i know this but my character doesn't know this so as a result i'm going to charge right and you know what i mean and yeah. it, that level of self awareness in the right hands, I think is valuable. Yeah. And I know you personally are afraid of railroading your party, but I do like a hint every now and again. Okay. And and, and I think, I think there's extra value for an audience being involved in that part of the storytelling because there can be little Easter eggs for players for the audience that isn't for the characters and that's super nice to be yeah. involved in that way well because your characters could die yeah. yeah well and it's and it's also definitely a situation where you don't do it every game session it's not mm-hmm. a major time sink and it has a purpose I just feel so. like if we're being naughty you have to railroad us <laughs> yeah I mean well you're talking a BDSM thing that's not no, quite what I meant in the game <laughs> okay as like the game master you just have to like dominate us and point us in the path to go. It's true. I'm a switch, so I don't know. The problems that it causes generally is that people don't like to be sitting around hearing about something that doesn't involve their characters because it doesn't directly, and it may never. Yeah, I can see that for a party that's not us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, we're all interested in what you have to say, but we've all been in sessions where three people are on their phone when it's their yeah. character being yeah. mentioned. It would definitely be a different situation where it's like 15 minutes of every two-hour session is mm-hmm. that where you'd be like, we don't care about your little pet narrative. But when it's, when it's tastefully done, it's just mm-hmm. like a little bit of nudity. It's, it's great if there's just a little <laughs> bit of it. Yeah. Cutting back to what happened immediately after we left the stadium was like some nice underboob. Yeah. And you know, okay, and then we got some full side boob, and then the full side yeah. boob was the before we walked into yeah. the room, and mm-hmm. I think that I mean you still kept a PG thirteen rating, but you know, yeah, <laughs> oh good boners around. Classically, the reason why it's an issue generally is that GMs have a hard time doing cutscenes that don't involve the party that are relevant, and doing a cutscene that involves the party removes anything they could have done while you're sitting there monologuing, right. I do think that there's a version of this where you guys are in the room where I'm like, the bad guy is is going to start his villain monologue, and you'd be like, I shoot him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think when that happens, because it probably will, I, I am going to ask you as a group, you're like, just let me get it out. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, really? Because I, I want to just pull a full Saitama and be like, we don't care. That's fine. Yeah. If I put a lot of work into it, I feel like there's a there's a weird, like, span of time that that monologue's happening where time doesn't pass Mm -hmm. in the game world just so that this dramatic moment can happen and I feel vindicated and then you you guys could do whatever it is you're going to do. Well, you also already pulled it off at the ending of the last campaign. I think that actually set the tone for it and it was really good because then it connected the dots and created a oh okay well yeah and maybe and, that's yeah, going to show its overarching head later yeah we... and we did get to interact in that moment purely as characters so we it was limited but it, we didn't feel shut out so i got to tell you writing it down was really fun just reading from a piece of paper in front of you guys was not fun. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea how it's coming across. Next time have Warner Herzog do it for you and then just play it. He bites the hands, drank it down. Pre-recording and being able to play back monologues like that might not actually be a bad idea just hire Werner Herzog no what I'm saying, get, either either get a voice actor to do it or, or someone we know just to, to offload that 
have a perfect version of it. It's not a bad idea. That could be fun. It'd be weird though, sitting here grinning, watching you guys <laughs> yeah. listen to it. Although it was weird already. I promise to let you know if you cross that line though. Okay. You're in Paz's shop. It's on fire. Fire has just come through the window and hit her roof. And she scrambles and goes, ah, shit, and dives into her back room. You guys are standing there. The roof is, it, it, it's a spot. It's starting to smolder and it's going to catch. Obed's gone, right? Uh, yeah, no. I was about to ask. Uh, All right. Nobody's still left priority? the room. Like, is that still a priority or should I be throwing ice lances at the ceiling? Now, yeah. what's apparent to you now is the riot is outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. Obi, I still think you got to go. You got to get this before the riot overtakes us. You got to get this to the governor. Go. Uh, like now, like, should we wait for her to come back? No, you have to get. <laughs> it's, it, you're only gonna get trapped here. You have to go. Okay, Obed goes silver and grabs the paper. What's my exit strategy? Go out the back. Is there a back back door? There's uh, usually a back. You've never seen one. I've never been here. Yeah. <laughs> none of none of you have seen a back door. You see her go into a back room, and you've been into a back room with her, but this is a three-story building, um, and you didn't go on the bottom level, and when you were in there, you didn't see a back door, but there's a lot of store. Yeah, start looking for either a back door or maybe a side window. Are you going into the back room? Sure, yeah. Okay, so you go in the back room, and you see Paz, like, rummaging through, throwing shit in the air. Like, there are huge long tags flying all over the place. Yeah. What are you still doing here? There's some people outside I'd like to avoid. Oh, sh- yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, take the... There's a window in the bathroom. You could probably... You, you slender. You can get out. You probably get out there. Uh, I will do my best to be slippery. Okay. Uh, yeah, I bet you do. Okay. All right. No, no, it's serious. Okay, yeah, go out the back, bathroom back there. <laughs> All right, I go to the bathroom. Okay, so as you're passing her, you see her grab this thing that looks like a, a drum... Without the body of the drum. It, it's it's a wooden hoop. It's got handles on the outside, but there's like a, a an animal skin stretched across it. She's like, ah, oh, get out of here. It runs back away from you. You get into the bathroom, and you see that there's a, uh, a very small window that she probably only opens when she's pooping. Because there's no shower in here. She's an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> we shower. Yeah, but not like that. You gotta like roll around in dirt and shit. I don't know what, what you people do. <laughs> we shower. What do you mean, you people? Yeah, what's <laughs> like, we shower. How do you please. shower? You don't have pressurized water. We, we take baths. It's like we cleanse ourselves. Jesus. Okay. We had a foot pump tattoo machine. I think we've sorted out water pressure. Yeah, we could just, yeah, you put, just, you just, just go fill. All, the, all the way up top. <laughs> yeah, just fill a thing with water and be like, all right, well, I got this long. Take a shower. Crank it, that. Uh, are there water up. towers? It's probably all seawater, right? Like they just deliver seawater. Uh, yeah. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> anyway, sign up here. Yeah. You, you um, walk in there and you see a nozzle that looks like it's supposed to dispense something like water, but you're like, I'm a fish and that doesn't even make sense. And there's a tiny window. Okay. Does it look like something that in any of my aspects I could uh, fit through? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, I mean, you, you think you could probably fit through it, but it's going to be weird. You're going to flop out like a fish onto the ground outside <laughs> and be pretty vulnerable. Uh all right, this is surprisingly the most humiliating thing I've had to do with this group. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> I, I guess, climb up the toilet and try and squeeze my way out. Yep, so you get up, you flop out into the alleyway, and you land on the back of some guy who's, who's just a tolden. He's just smoking outside. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, man? Like... <laughs> Tears in his eyes. He was crying before you did this, and you see he's wearing full lock jaws. <laughs> what? Why would you do that? And he sees you're wearing full lockjaw stuff. I don't. 
I get it, man. I get it. It's a rough day. I don't get anything. (laughs) He looks up. He thinks you fell from the sky. He has no idea what's happened. Things are going to get weirder. And he just puts his hands over his head like (laughs) a pair. All right, you take off. You're zooming. Cut back to the inside of the shop. Paz comes out with this drum-looking thing. You see her looking up, and she's like shimmying where she's standing and looking up and looking down at the drum and looking up at the place where the fire is about to start and looking down and looking up again and like places it in position. And then you see her run back and come out with a bucket of water and throw it on the drum, and it bounces off the drum and goes straight up to the ceiling. What are you doing? Help! Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Where's the water? It's in the back. The bathroom is about 17 buckets. Listen, I get... I don't don't ask me. Okay, just go back there. <laughs> I mean, I get the yeah, fourteen. Yeah, but all right. What, do you, what are the extra three for? Listen, I sell things. So all I'm right. Talking. Yeah. So we're just uh, just bucket and, and, uh Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So throwing you start buckets on the thing. Yeah. Forming a fireman line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throwing buckets onto the ground onto a drum, and it's and it's hitting the ceiling. It's making some progress. It's it's starting to cool it down. But you start hearing outside. It's just crazy. You see one of the windows. A fire hits. Doesn't ignite. Hits the windowsill. Another one comes out, breaks a window, and she's like, God damn it! They, they, I swear to God, if I found out you started this riot. <laughs> we did not start this particular riot. Definitely not our fault. He tried to stop it. He was trying to get people together. It's, it was working. Look, if you can talk, you can work, okay? Get the- <laughs> we are. Like, I didn't know you could throw water at a drum. Listen, this thing's very expensive, okay? Just be gentle with it, too. Like, don't step on it. I'm still trying to sell it. Maybe I'll keep it after this. I don't know. I think your shop's going to burn down. No, it's not going to burn down. You need to... Can you help me out? I'll take over the water from here. I think we got this part of control, but that motherfucker needs to stop throwing fire at my shop. All right, I'm going out. All right, I'll join you. All right, yeah, I guess uh, I guess we got to do something about this. Fucking rioters. Who even started this yeah. shit? Damn it. Who's going first out the door? Kelton. Kelton, you open the door and you see the guy that was wanting to buy something earlier huddled into a corner. Is it open yet? <laughs> um, you could go in, but it's not going to help you. I just, all right, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave now. Hey, guy, who's throwing this fucking fire? It seems like a silly question once you, like, literally as you ask that yeah. question, you look up and you see a kookaburra, <laughs> Krex, drunk, wearing full geist colors in the street, firing off. Singing the Geist fight song. Hey, asshole, stop that. Why'd you fucking make me? All right. All right, I would like to roll Intimidate. Okay, well, what... To make him stop. So tell me what you're, what you're going to do right. first. All right, how far away is he? He's about 25 feet. I'm going to walk up to him, pick him up by his robes. Okay, now he is actively flinging that fire. That is... Guess who doesn't give a shit? Okay. He's like, hey, stay back. And I just they, pick him up. Yeah, and he's just, bah, 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 like, tries to drill you with fire. They, they can't even get past your base resistance. He's not trained in yeah. anything. If you don't cut it off with this fire in this tinderbox town, I am going to bury you. All right, let's say difficulty 10. All right. 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you notice that he made you pretty hot. Yeah. It doesn't hurt you, but you're pretty warm. Some acrid steam starts coming off of your midsection from where it was hottest. And you look down, and he's peed himself while you held him against you. <laughs> okay, I just, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a rough day. I know it's been a rough day. Things are going to get weird. You don't have to make it worse. Yeah, I guess you're right. You get, we're cool, right? We're cool, man. As long as you stop, everything is fine. I'm stop. I'm stopping. Yeah, I'm right. stopping. There's yeah. a way you could make it up to the town. And that's by 
being a good citizen and going home. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that guy. Plus one momentum to Liam. Esmond. I was going to say we should set him to burn down the skimmer boats to help the community. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Can can we not start any more diplomatic incidents today? I'm just saying, I think it's going to help us out in the long run. Look, tomorrow, fresh start. Today, we got our own problems. What a day is a comfortable rate, I think. You guys keep telling me. One international incident a day. (laughs) (laughs) You start to walk away from him. And the streets are mostly clear. People are milling about. But that guy definitely had gotten out ahead of the thing. He just wanders off the opposite direction. A disheveled merchant come around the corner, followed by a group of skimmer rioters. And he points at that guy. He goes, that's the fucking guy. A bunch of assholes came through. They knocked over my teapot cart. And then this guy burned it down. <laughs> and he hasn't noticed you guys yet. They're all like, mm-hmm. And they just descend on that dude and start effing him up. Just stomping on? Oh, yeah. He's getting stomped. Do we actually care about that guy? No. I care about him a little. Why? Wait. That guy? I'm going to breathe fire okay. up into the air and then be real, real loud and ask them to stop. Okay. I think that's another intimidate roll. All right. Now, this is, they've got, let's say, four skimmers are kicking right. the crap out of this dude, and they are, he deserves it. Yeah. I was thinking we were going to join in on the stomping. <laughs> like, we're just like, two different lines Yeah, of get him. Yeah. That is the guy who started all yeah. this. See, Paz? It wasn't 15. us. 15. Uh, that's, yeah, that succeeds. All right. Dead men tell no tales. After I do that, I look at the merchant. How much stock do you think you lost at cost? Not for sale, but but in material. I, don't, I make it myself. It took me years to build up my life's work. <laughs> in monetary value. <laughs> at least 400 ackies. God damn it. <laughs> I just toss him the Look bag. At Look at him. There he goes. <laughs> well, you know... This town, man, it just it just grinds you into pace sometimes, but... Takes it out of you, don't it? Your life is going to come together after this. You can rebuild. You're strong enough. Maybe if there's any town left when this is over. Hey, man, um, you should put that money away because there's a riot. <laughs> <laughs> I know you think he's being nice, but he just raised your percentage of dying a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely should. And then you see one of the skimmers kind of mm-hmm. look at him. And she's a uh, she's a gelt, looks like an otter, and she just kind of like leans up. We'll make sure he gets home safe. Good. No, you're staying with us for a little bit. What? No, I don't work for you. This is maybe for your own protection. Currently, this is there's a riot. I'm I'm rioting. You should probably not riot. What? Yeah, Look. you guys should go home too. Just head like, on back to the boat. You should go home. I would like to go home. Then yeah. go home. I have to stop my city from burning down first. Well, then get on it. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing here, sir? Setting fires. Blowing fire into the air. Uh, Kelton as- wants to go over to the otter. Hey, your friend's really cool. We just gave him 400 ackies. <laughs> like, you should keep partying with him. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We're yeah. going to leave. You party. You guys aren't the boss of us. No. But, you- I, am, but I am going to do what you said. <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling you to do no, it. No, I wasn't just... talking to the otter by, like, you should... I was talking to the merchant of, like, you might want to stick with us oh, for a little no, bit. Oh, no, I was responding as the yeah. otter. Yeah, I was like, you should... <laughs> uh, merchant, you might want to stick by us for a little bit. Okay. I don't know. You think you're just going to steal the gold back? This guy made me nervous. <laughs> you're not 
going to be alive tomorrow. <laughs> you see his head just duck, and he just turns and runs. <laughs> just, and, and the otter glances at you, glances at him, and glances at the other skimmers. The closest skimmer to her, she just pushes <laughs> and runs after him. And they're headed their own way. You hear God damn it. the wave of Riot getting closer. I think we have to go home. Please. How far away is our business? Say a mile and a half. Oh, so it's nice. Pretty clear of the riot currently. So the riot is spreading from the... The shore in the... in the Yes. Yeah. And you guys are like middle distance from the shore. Okay. The city's half ring shape, mm-hmm. hemispherical. It's closer to where the riot could be than you currently are. All right. Guys, I think we have to bail on the shop until this all blows over. I quick duck back into to past tense. You see her. She's double fist in buckets, throwing them down on the... It's, it's not out yet? No, no, no. Well, it's hard Shit. to say because fires are complicated. And it's, it's a like, drum. Yeah, it's a drum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Paz, you got everything done, uh, finished up in here? So, yeah, you stopped whoever doing that? Yeah, I did. Listen, I get this fire out. I'm good on my own. I'll take care of anybody who else starts right. crap like this. I got a little girl to go look after. Okay, yeah, you get... All right. Yeah, you get after her. Yeah. All yeah. right, guys, we're going home. Cut back to Obed. You are zooming. You're the flash. You're the silver streak. You have to get to the other side of the bay of the stadium. As you're going, you notice, oh, it's getting thicker here. And there's people in geist colors, and there's people in lockjaw colors, straight up warrior style, wanderer style, more so, actually. Bats with nails in them, just fighting each other in the streets. Holy shit. They were way too prepared for this to have happened. (laughs) There might just be a bat salesman who's making bank today. Good. His whole store will burn down. It's made of wood. War profiteer. (laughs) Arming both sides. There's good people on both sides. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There isn't. No, it's only bad people on both sides of this one. (laughs) Yeah. Do I have... I'm trying to think as a fish person. <laughs> Just, okay, in the mind of a fish person. Our game is amazing. Yes. You're a sapien. You're sexy as hell. Go. Would I have a waterproof satchel? I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to have. Actually, I don't think it would be at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that makes sense. My entire people. Okay, so if you're a if you're a bike messenger, you have like you could you have a waterproof satchel. So my thought was more like rainproof. That you're not, I have, you're not submerging yeah, it. Yeah, but my thought is I have underwater breathing. Like I can just breathe underwater, so I can cut the bay. Oh, nice. Well, okay. So from where you are, if you if you run straight towards the bay, you are running through the thickest part of the riot. Okay. I mean, but you absolutely can do that. Interesting. Is there an easier, like if I go further out into the city, would it thin out enough for me to go around? And that would probably increase the time. I'm trying to go as quickly as possible. So cutting this circle, like I'm thinking bay. So I was thinking that it was curved and going in the water would, would cut that corner. Well, let's say from a play perspective. So we'll get, we'll get out of the moment to moment perspective. Yeah. I'll introduce the difficulty of these mechanically that you can translate to how your character would perceive them. Okay. Okay. Let's say that if you want to cut through the riot without getting into an altercation directly to get to the bay, we'll say you have to – there will be three dexterity checks to dodge objects (laughs) and swings that are coming your way for wearing lockjaw colors. Okay. Even while your skin is silver. Okay. And there'll be difficulty 15. Oof. Wow. If you want to take the longer way to get there, let's say that there will be two checks at 10 difficulty, 
but the riot will have spread further by the time you get there. So Delnet will have less time to respond. Whew. Okay. I am going to cut through. Oof. And right. uh, I guess I'm going to toss some momentum on these. Ooh. Okay. Oof. Well, now you're introducing. High risk. High reward. 15 mm-hmm. is pretty uh, pretty stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your, what's your base dex at? I have three. So, so I'm looking at. Not great yeah. still. You want to get a 12. Yeah, so that's that's three times in a row. Three times in a row. Yeah, so and let's say I'm trying to think of what the altercation means just for you. We'll say it's one person per failure. Okay. And it'll accumulate in one event. Okay. I like this. Okay. Describe what you're doing and how you're doing it. Okay. So Obed sees all this happening. He takes the message, sticks it in his bag. And is gonna lean into his sprint, dart his way. Full Naruto run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, arms back, but <laughs> flapping because they're webbed. <laughs> I'm assuming that's like this. He's he's actually using them to kind of guide the way. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, Rudders. If he interacts with somebody, I'll I'll, I'll describe that when it happens. I actually imagine it looks more like Devilman Crybaby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand over hand. That is sweet. <laughs> it's way cooler than Obed is. <laughs> it's also a little scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's aspect of fear shit right there. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to throw two momentum on each of these, I think. Ooh. All right. No. So this is the first one, right? Yes. 12, 15, 16, 19. 19. The pass. First one. Okay. Guy swings. I dodge under and quickly dart and keep moving. Sounds good. Let's say he comes at you. He's got a bat with a nail in it. They were cheap. And you do duck and dodge and you're like, God, I wish somebody was watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest I've ever been. Alright, number two. Uh, oh wait, no. I got it. Alright, so that's 15, 16, 19 again. Alright. Yep. Somebody just has a brick. And sees you coming and tries to tee up with this brick. Like, I'm going to uppercut him. And you, like, put your hand on top of his hand as it's coming up. And just do, like, the spread legs over the top of his head. (laughs) Parkour! (laughs) (laughs) Plus one momentum. (laughs) I'm just going to take away one that I spent then. Mm. Okay, number three. Twelve, yeah, makes it. So that's twelve, sixteen, eighteen. Ooh, Jesus, sixteen, twelve, twenty-four, twenty-seven. Holy smokes. Yeah. Okay, the last guy, you're going real fast. Like, you didn't even slow down because you didn't fail any of these. You are now at your top speed, which is... Can we calculate that real quick? How how fast do you... Ooh, what's your speed? Seven squares? Eight squares? Well, if I'm an aspect of speed, I double. So then that is uh, speed six, 12 per... And you can double move in a uh, combat. So That's right. You're Holy doing shit. like so 24, 24 a turn. Times like five. So he's in going like seconds? 100 feet per 10 seconds or five, six seconds. Yeah. Like, so oof. what is he moving at in miles per hour? So 13 Double. feet per second. I don't feel like figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this math 100 times. I still don't. I hey, still chat. Don't. There's probably somebody uh, mathy in there. Yeah, chat. Hey, we haven't What's 13 on feet yet? per second in miles per hour? <laughs> Kayleen, you got this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much damage does a ball chafing as it slaps? So let's say on the final bit, you're going faster than that because you've had so much room Without. to really get up to speed. Yeah. And you're in full sprint mode. 
the bay is a hundred feet from you. Okay. And one guy brings out a plank of wood. He goes to slam it down, and you head fake him. He hits the ground before you do. You ramp up off of it and dive hundred feet right into the Ooh, bay. Oh, cool! Ooh, hell yeah! Just like the Zohan. <laughs> I I honestly thought this would be faster. Yeah, eight miles per hour. Yeah, that's not fast enough. Nah, no, that's definitely not. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is. Well, you'd have to moving wait. twice per turn is like. Can we live in a world where someone moving eight miles an hour is like, holy? <laughs> <laughs> Slow down! You're gonna yeah. kill us. <laughs> so what, we got to come up with a with a for something for all out run. It's probably like four times speed. You take negatives or something. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because you're not. Because I would even assume your movement in combat, even at a sprint isn't like it. you're in a 100 meter dash you're, all you're yeah, doing is running the, in that well and yeah. it's to get to a goal yeah. mine is just yeah you never reach full accelerate you're accelerating every time you move in combat right okay alright so dive dive into the base Bloosh, and, and 10 out of 10 from the Larson judge but <laughs> they're, they're a little bitter so you get oh that was shallower than I expected <laughs> <laughs> okay so we cut back you guys are on your way to your own business where Stido presumably is and behind you, you hear a commotion, and you see a uh, hammer made of ice fly over a group and land near you. Probably wasn't aimed at you. It was thrown. Mm-hmm. Behind you, a group of Lockjaws and a group of Geist fans are going at it. And above their heads, kind of tall, Talon is in them. Shit. In twins? He looks worse for wear. Um, you probably don't remember. No. But when you defeated him... You reduced him to zero. You're right. He, he did not suffer a crippling blow that took him out at the end. And he succeeded on his saves and woke up. Oh, Shit. how cool. Because you didn't go back down that way. But yeah. he hasn't yeah. noticed us. No, no, he's in vault. He looks furious. Like, <laughs> hell is unleashing. Like, he's... Which side is he on? He's on the Geist's right. okay. side, yeah. We're, just make it sure. Just keep, just keep hustling. Yeah, we're still going. We're going to, like, hope that he doesn't spot us but if he does we're obviously not going to lead him back to our place right he has he looks very much engaged i stabbed the shit out of him next time we emulate the body wisdom you were in a hurry (laughs) true (laughs) kind of ducking through you make it to the same street as your shop and you see that there's just a fight happening in front of it they're locked up they've got molotov cocktails they haven't hit a business yet because people are knocking them out of each other's hands because it really is tooth and nail all right how many of them are there there are six geists and four lockjaws. All right. Presumably, we're gonna have to engage. Go lockjaws! <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do that. We can do some deception, or or we could have a, an opening volley from a charging boar. <laughs> yeah, could do that. I was gonna be like, hey, isn't it cool? There's a fully intact weapon shop down the street over there. <laughs> Kelton would like to charge into the not lockjaw fans. Okay. Axe out. And their backs are to you. Good. Sweet. Let's roll for battle order. They have a score of four. It's your highest stat plus the average level of your group, which I think is still one, right? Yeah. Okay. Fourteen. Eight. You go first. So let me populate this battlefield. There we go. And you guys are coming from behind the Geists. Kelton wants to hit the two uh, guys standing next to each other. Okay, so you're just running in? Just... Slamming into him. Okay, Kelton runs in. I'm gonna put you attacking the one on the left. That works. Sounds good to me. Okay, what's your attack? Here we go again. Just fucking murdering people. 
Are you surprised? You definitely One. did start this riot. One. Like, <laughs> but also, let's just say, we, even if we didn't start this riot, there's someone rioting outside your business. Your child is in that business. It's true. Do yeah. you feel comfortable murdering some folks? If it's for your daughter, man. Uh, Captain's going to do overwhelming strike on the Savathian. All right. It's a smith. It, okay, so it is a Savathian, and it looks like a ray, and he's carrying a smithy hammer. Ooh. Whoa, shit. Yeah, and he there. is just swinging at the, He and one with a chain are teamed up on a lockjaw fan. They're just trying to lay into him. <laughs> with a pennant flag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got a stroller with two of them hanging off. <laughs> Kelton's going to spend three momentum. We're really, really making an impression on this guy. It's just a rioter, man. I mean, you do you. Just a rioter. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are First, just rioters. <laughs> we're not. We're alpha rioters. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're dire rioters. (laughs) First impressions are important, though. It is true. (laughs) That'll do it. 10 is 28. Sorry, Aileen. Just doing some math there. (laughs) She can't catch a break, even when she's not (laughs) here. 28. 28 hits. Excellent. 10 damage. Okay, yeah, that hurt. Uh, He's not down. Actually, 11 damage. All right, still hurt. So Kelton just raises his axe and just slams it down into that guy's in an back. overwhelming way? In an overwhelming <laughs> Okay, so, strike. yeah, it definitely overwhelms him, and he pitches forward and is like, oh, and had no idea we were behind him. And now he has a giant axe wound in his back. <laughs> you see a, a guff with a board with a nail in it. Move forward. They have boards with nails in them. Oh, no. <laughs> Our number one weakness. Move forward to a Lockjaws fan. Let's say it is a Crex dove, the symbol of peace. and Not in John Woo films. <laughs> attacks. Oh, natural, natural 18. This is, It won't matter. Okay, here we go. Four damage, and this person was already damaged. They drop. Oh, shit. Yep. Six on four. Yeah, like, probably pretty hurt. Yeah. You'd think everyone would take off their jerseys. <laughs> You're the only one who has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now it's Nesbitt's turn. All right, are we assuming, like, those two guys that are next to each other, can I assume that uh, Kelton threatens both of them? Absolutely. Okay, then I'm going to run up alongside Kelton, hit the other guy there with a uh, plunging strike, because since right. I will be adjacent to Kelton and he can threaten, then oh, yeah. I have Nesbitt. upper hand. You do that, and it's an Eshwin carrying a chain. Okay. The Eshwin carrying a chain cannot see you, but you would know from the length of the chain that... It's reach. It, it's reach. He could reach you if you were further away. You actually have the upper hand against him no matter what, because he doesn't know you're there. With a chain, okay. would he take a penalty directly next to him? Uh, no, because he there's is a secondary characteristic okay, okay, of, okay, okay. of a chain. Hey, you can choke up on it. Yeah. yeah. Since he doesn't know I'm there, I have, have the upper hand automatically. But you'd also be flanking with him because he's fighting somebody in front of you. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Okay. So then, Three yeah, I don't need to uh, do the plunging strike. I can double strike. That's right. All right. Yeah. Gonna throw that double strike. And plus one for... Plus one uh, to your dodge for phalanx. Oh, yeah. Phalanx is only dodge. It's not a... Hoo-hoo! The wind dagger crits. All right. Yeah. And uh, what's the other one do? 14. Yep, that so, hits. All right. I think you're going to turn this guy into <laughs> D6 plus a D4 plus 3D4 plus a D6 for the other dagger. So you just tell me what the max damage is because you crit. I only critted with the wind dagger. 
Yeah, but that's... Oh, yeah. So, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't have to roll that. That's silly. That's 20. With 20 the, damage? With the wind dagger. The wind dagger alone. <laughs> you go in for the second strike, but it's already... <laughs> Thor- at a, at, at, what? Oh, you fall at... Okay, yeah. It, it was precisely his health. <laughs> he had an armor of zero, if you can see my notes here. You stabbed his magic spot. Yeah. <laughs> I told you we got to get rid of these things, man. They're <laughs> fucking liability. <laughs> he's still a professional, so he goes in with the other one. He's like, <laughs> yeah, Marty. Last time I, I killed yeah, somebody, I learned my lesson there. with uh, Talon. I, uh, I definitely stick him again. Double tap. Double tap. <laughs> yeah. Two kidneys. You can live with one, from what I understand. <laughs> so the Savathian Ray with the Smithy Hammer is mid-spin because he's, he's doubled over forward. Kelton, mm-hmm. Kelton's behind him. The Smithy Hammer's out in front of him. While doubled over, he spins and swings the Smithy Hammer as one does at Kelton, and he gets a plus three. That's oh, a crit. That's a crit. So he does 12 damage to Kelton. Damn. He hits because that's my dodge. What? No, no, 12, no, 12 damage. Oh, 12 damage. I He crit. I didn't realize that. Yep. I'm just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're rioting, guys. Yeah. All right. Obed's not there. It goes to... There's a Tolden enemy. Saw Nesbit just murk one of his good friends. The guy he shares season tickets with. <laughs> That's a special relationship. Yeah. He's unarmed, but he's, his fists are clenched. He's going to run right up to Nesbit and double strike with his fists. Pooch, pooch. Uh, does 11 hit? No. All right, he misses with both. Whiff, whiff. What do you think he's he, doing, he, smart ass? He goes to punch right as you go to stab the second time, <laughs> so you're just not there. I didn't plan this well. Who plans a riot? Uh, and now it is Esmond's turn. Well, I'm going to look at, uh, what was the what was the guy with the board? Uh, he is a guff with a board with a nail. All right, uh, I'm going to use two momentum, and I'm going to flaming killer that dude. Oh, <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> 24, 28. Ah, miss. No, it's a hit. All right. <laughs> it's still more than double his dodge. It's a magic board with a nail in it. He's got 20 dodge, 1,000 HP, but only his fists. Mm. God damn it. And a dream in his heart. 10 damage. 10 damage hurts. Oh, and then adjacent damage. There's no... Oh, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. there is. Yeah, there's one guy adjacent to him. That's why I thought you did the attack, actually. And then 7 damage to him. Uh, the adjacent guy dies. Yeah. <laughs> and now it is back to Kelton. Overwhelming strike. It's pretty uh, good. 20. Hit. Excellent. Seven damage. All right. Yeah, that hurt as well. He's still up, though. And he is like, okay, all right. Yeah, your turn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> no, actually, it's not his turn. It's the guff with the board and the nail in it. He has no enemies, so he's going to run up but on Kelton. But he just recently got on fire. Yeah, he did catch fire. He's going to run up on Kelton and swing with the board with the nail in it. <laughs> Leave my friend alone. I used to play this game as a kid. I, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Does a 14 hit. 14 hit. Naily boardy. It's like ball in a cup. It's naily boardy. <laughs> he does four damage. So no Ouch. <laughs> you, you're playing up like you like. I see you played nearly Borny before. <laughs> <laughs> Nesbit, the guy with the smithy hammer. Yep, he's aware of me now, but uh, he very much. So. Yeah, you, but you can plunge him. I think. Yeah, but plunging strike because uh, you're the plumber. We're both uh, but plunging. Strike. We're both uh, yeah adjacent. To yeah, him. threatening. Plunge and strike with the wind dagger. All right, 
13. That's a hit. Yay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, 12, 16, 18. Yeah, he... <laughs> that dagger goes in him, and then the wind portion makes him explode. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's his turn. <laughs> What's he gonna do? He what? dies a little more. <laughs> what are these lockjaw fans doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm really curious about uh, their they, impression I, of this. I would almost think they'd be like, just, just see how this plays out. Yeah, they were in like a gang right where nobody was prepared, and then these murderers came up, <laughs> and they're just kind of they're just kind of stepping back a yeah. little bit. Man, I am really glad those guys are wearing the same colors as us. Yeah. But they also were like, I didn't think anybody involved in this would actually die today. I thought this would be like a dust up thing where we like punch each other and then call it a day. What part of Riot don't you fucking understand? <laughs> yeah. All right. These are Philly fans. <laughs> Plus Water. one. Water trash. Then it's going to go to the one with the fists. He's already next to Nesbitt. Does he, he really keep watching? <laughs> he's going to disengage sideways to flank with the Smithy Hammer guy. He's dead. Oh, yeah. He can't do that. Smithy Hammer guy is dead. Uh, but he does it anyway because he doesn't. He's maybe not that bright. He might not know he exploded. <laughs> yeah. It turned inside out. <laughs> he was disengaging. exploded. He was disengaging while that happened. Right. Double strike. Neither hit. <laughs> right. All right. And then it is Esmond's turn. All right. God, so I, he's like, I just wish I had a board with a nail in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to make Fisty uh, go bye-byes. All right. All right. Because no one else is adjacent to each other. As a swift action, make an orb. Okay. Uh, 19. <laughs> 19 hits. Four, 16. 16 damage. <laughs> yeah, he's not dead, but that hurt. And then I'm going to use my move action to make another orb. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's Kelton's turn. Who's still alive? The guy with the board with the nail in it. Who's next to you now? Oh, yes. Good. And the, uh, the guy with the fists. All right. And are still playing board. Yeah. Um, can you shoot fire at the guy with the board? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, just do that. He's got a board. All right, <laughs> he's not a real enemy. It's not playing fair. Twenty-one. That's it. Yeah, it hits. Okay. Uh, Eleven damage. Exactly what <laughs> remained for him, and he's dead. He he bursts into flames. The board catches fire. <laughs> it's a little bit sad. You were hoping that you might be able to keep it. It was, it was well made. It was a well made board the with fist a nail guy on it. Just like, oh uh, man, <laughs> I was going to use that. I don't think I could lift the smithy hammer. I was really going for the board. I'm going to cut off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nesbit, it's your turn. He's next to me. Kelton is behind me, so I don't really have a way to get the upper hand here. So I'm going to split my yeah. dude. Yeah. Now I'll just double strike him. All right. That's a good move. Yeah. Let's throw that double strike down. Oh, shit. That's a, that's a big miss. Eight is the high. Nope. Yeah. Doesn't hit. Uh, and it's on to his turn. He sees three of his friends have just died. Four now, actually. And he just disengages, and he's going to just run away. I'm going to tag him. He disengages one, and then moves one, two, three, four, five, six. And then you still are within range of him. So, yeah. 13? Just misses. All right. He's the only one with good dodge. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Kelton's turn. Esmond. Yeah. 
Do you want to shoot fire at that guy again? Yeah, I do. <laughs> 17. Plus hits. <laughs> Remember, you get plus one to everything. Yep. I sent you. Okay. Uh, 12. 12. He dies. <laughs> Catches fire, fall, falls down the street, and I just drew on my iPad with uh, <laughs> a wetter erase marker. All right. He's down. Okay. The group is dispersing their dead bodies in front of your shop, and we're going to cut to Obed. Obed, you're in the water. You're zooming around in your element. Yeah. Why don't I do this more often? <laughs> the desert didn't really give me the opportunity to shine. <laughs> Um, so I guess I'm kind of swimming under all of the skimmer boats and stuff like that. Between the docks, yeah. And uh, you're, tr- you're zooming. Yeah, trying to get to, uh, I guess, a place where I can climb out as close to... I, am I heading to like the governor's mansion or city hall or... Yeah, basically her almost fortress, but it's where she's, she's set up in one of the end caps of the wall of the city Got it. that reaches out into the bay so that she can have the best view okay. of the bay. So you could, you could get there. It's very much accessible by the docks. Sweet. And let's say you take the time to get there as quickly as possible. You hop out of the docks, probably just like flipping in cool. the air. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Flipper style. Yeah, land, land on the docks, Th- That momentum finally stops when I land <laughs> yeah, on the docks. yeah. You rush to the governor's building, and there's a guard out front who's like, what is what is happening? As you zoom in like the flash. I don't know if you've heard. There's a riot. I have an mes- uh, important message for the governor from uh, the Paz Tents. Let me see this message. And he takes it, and he reads the first part, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And then what? It, what well, okay. No, this is good. Won't come with me. Come with me. When you look back over your shoulder to see what he's been looking at, you can see the riot very clearly. <laughs> yeah, that, that riot. That's what I was talking you're at, about. You're at the horn of the bay. Right, yeah. So yeah. he could just you could see the smoke rising in the city. There's no confusion as to what's happening. And as you get into the, the governor's building, she's in the lobby and she's shouting out orders to troops and trying to get people to go where they need to go. Somebody brings her a curved horn and she sees you and I assume you're still in speed form. Yeah. She takes the horn in her hand and then the guard stops her and hands her the note. And then she looks at the note and then looks at you. And goes, you come with me. She walks outside, and she puts her lips to the horn. It starts to glow, and it goes. The shockwave of it, you can see, ripple across the water all the way across the bay. There's nobody in the city who didn't hear this. Well, we cut back to the three of you. You're out in front of the shop. <laughs> you hear this horn blast, and you know that it is the town guard. It's to rally. Did the rest of the Lockjaw fans leave? Yeah, they're just dispersing. Okay, cool. We got to get rid of some bodies. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Esmond? Yeah. You want to take care of that? Yeah, I got it. All right, cool. Cool. So Esmond starts setting fire to bodies in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you're out in front of your shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I didn't just set fire to them. I just like He's just <laughs> collect them and move them just into the back of the... Okay. Just, just away from view. So like into an alley next yeah, to the shop? Yeah, I just... Okay. Uh, you've moved the body successfully. There are people who could have seen you if they gave a shit at all, which they do not. <laughs> things, are, things are happening. Yeah, uh, I head back into the shop. Yeah, head yeah. back in the shop. Maybe. Okay. Right. <laughs> you get into the shop, and as you call for Stido, you see that her attic door is open, mm-hmm. and there's no sign of her. To be continued. Uh... Man, I should have known she would like be, fuck yeah, I'm doing this too. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this program, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash RPGFS. 
or our sister podcast, RPG From Scratch, where we design the game that you hear us play. Patrons of our podcast get many benefits, including all the content that we cut out of our design episodes and ley liners before we go live. Patrons also get character sheets to make their own characters and the rulebooks for this game as we release them. Patrons at the $10 tier get to create the awesome custom NPCs that our characters interact with. If you want to jump in chat and make suggestions while we're live, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash rpgfromscratch. We stream every other Friday. For news and updates, check us out on Twitter. We are at homebrewhombres. On Facebook, we are facebook.com slash rpgfs. And on Instagram, we are rpgfromscratch. And that's all one word. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.